You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. On this episode of the OFNT podcast, I bring the usual dose of tech and entertainment news, some tech I'm using, and a little podcast news. I wrap it up with an ode to an old friend. Let's start the music. Hello. And welcome back to another episode of the OFNT podcast. OFNT stands for Old Fart, New Tech. I'm your host and resident old fart, Jim Schaefer. I hope this finds you well and you're having a great week. All right. Politics. Again, just listen to the New Normal's Opinion podcast for that. Let's start off with some tech news. Amazon finally confirmed that Prime Day is delayed, though the company hasn't given a new date for when it actually will take place. In preparation for being the exclusive host of the Joe Rogan podcast, Spotify has launched a limited video feature for podcasts. And by limited, I mean not for you and I. Next up from ibtimes.com. Existence of Apple's more affordable iPhone 12 model seemingly confirmed in iOS 14 beta, read the headline. While this article is basically a rehash of what has been previously reported, one new item has emerged which states the base model of the iPhone 12 will feature two sizes, a 5.4-inch version that was previously reported and a 6.1-inch version that wasn't. Well, this is good news for me and my family because the 5.4-inch model is too small for my wife and her eyesight, which would have forced her into having to buy the Pro model, though she doesn't really have a need for the model's advanced features. This would have applied to me also because though I could get by with a 5.4-inch display, new circumstances have me writing and editing scripts using my phone on the fly, versus the method I was using previously. While this would have been a good excuse to justify the Pro model, financially it makes more sense to go with the standard model. My son, who is planning on jumping aboard the Apple ecosystem for the first time, will be well suited with the smaller screen size. 
TheStreet.com has the headline, Twitter posts second quarter loss as ad revenue shrinks. Though the traffic on the platform has increased, advertisers are sitting out the political unrest. Last week's hack couldn't have helped either, no matter how quiet Twitter and the media have been about it. With the continuing purge of non-left-leaning accounts, the future looks bleak for the once-nice platform. If President Trump decides to jump to parlay, well, it's over, Johnny. This next story applies to T-Mobile users. 9to5google.com is reporting that the network will kick devices that don't support LTE off its network in January. T-Mobile plans on shutting down its 2G and 3G networks in just a few months, and that's the reason behind this. While most of us won't be affected by this, you know, I still see seniors with flip phones that would use these legacy networks. The shutting down of the 2G and 3G networks will, however, have an effect on everybody. When in a low signal area, such as the place where I work, this shutdown has already taken place, which renders my phone as useless as a paperweight. Tech I'm using. One of the gifts I received for Father's Day was the Charge and Pro premium memory foam ear tips for my AirPods Pro. If you've been listening to this podcast, then you know that I have weird old fart ears that basically render the older series of AirPods useless for me, especially my left ear. I had hoped that the in-ear style of the new Pros would remedy that, and they pretty much did, except I couldn't attain a tight seal on my right ear. Enter the Charge-In Pro memory foam tips born from a Kickstarter and now available on Amazon and other places. I've used phone tips on other earbuds, and while they work well, they wore out quickly. These foam tips are made from memory foam, which is much sturdier than the regular foam. And you pay for this sturdiness. These are not cheap. They cost up to $30 for a set of four replacement tips. After using these ear tips for over a month, I can say they completely changed, for the better, my listening experience with the pros. Before using these, the pros sounded good, but they were light on the bass notes and some treble. Now, besides having a more secure fit in my ears, the bass and treble have come alive, making music and spoken word much more enjoyable to listen to while using these earbuds. The sound achieved through this tiny form factor is incredible. An upcoming update will add surround sound to the pros, and I can't wait to test that feature. Another thing I've experienced is an improvement in the active noise cancellation the pros are equipped with. I work in a very noisy environment, but when I put these buds in my ears, the noise level is lowered dramatically. Do the AirPods Pro sound as good as my Powerbeats Pro? No, but they are close and are less than half the size. So if you're like me and can't get a good seal from the ear tips Apple supplies with the AirPods Pro... I'd recommend the Charge-In Pro tips, despite the cost. They are well worth it. Entertainment news. Jim Carrey calls Renee Zellweger the love of his life, according to buffalonews.com. He stated this during an interview with Hollywood Howard Stern on the Woke Shock Shocks Sirius XM radio show. 
I wonder if this applies to the current Zellweger or the year 2001, which Mr. Carey dated. Back then she was cute, but I don't know if she has had work done or what, but she is unrecognizable these days. Variety.com reports that BBC Radio and Music is strengthening its diversity commitments, dedicating $15.2 million of its budget over the next three years towards diverse and inclusive content. I'm all for diversity, but not forced diversity. By forcing this, you are not going to get the cream of the crop. You are probably going to get more radical than a talented artist and host. That's just my opinion. My wife and I watched the movie Hustlers last week. This Jennifer Lopez and Constance Wu vehicle is based on the true story of a group of New York strippers who drug their customers so they can wipe out the poor sap's credit card balance on purchases of luxury goods and cash advances. While the movie is supposed to show women taking power over their not-so-great circumstances, the true story is one of drug addiction and crime. The women who starred in this are really past the ages to be playing strippers, and I don't know if it was the makeup job they wore or what, but I think they didn't look good at all. And speaking of Jennifer Lopez, she's all over every media outlet you can consume these days, and it's becoming overexposed. This means audience will eventually become tired of her. I know I already am. Rest in peace, Peter Green co-founder of the supergroup Fleetwood Mac, though he was already out of the band during its heyday in the late 80s. The band has gone through different drug phases, which is evident in their music. When Green was in the group, that was 1967 through 1971, I believe, they were in their LSD phase. They played psychedelic heavy metal music. After Green left, the band replaced him with Bob Welsh, who ushered in their heroin period, and in my opinion... They made the best music at that time. Sentimental Lady and other melodic songs were produced during this phase. After Welsh couldn't control his habit and left the band, they brought in Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, who brought with them a truckload of cocaine. This was the band's most commercially successful phase. You know all the chart-topping hits. I think they have done reunion tours, along with infighting amongst themselves, but they are from a different era and don't draw an audience, even amongst old farts like myself. Longtime television host and fellow resident of the Bronx, Regis Philbin has died. He was a television host since the 1960s until very recently. As many people have said, he was one of the good ones. Rest in peace, brother. Podcast News. Podnews.net reports that iHeartRadio, along with Will Ferrell, have announced plans for a series of comedy podcasts, including one from Michael Bolton, titled Big Sexy Podcast. I don't care for Ferrell's current podcast, and I doubt I'll care for these new ones. Continuing with Podnews.net, the New York Times has bought Serial Productions, the company behind the Serial and S-Town podcast, for a cool $25 million. Another independent producer bites the dust. This trend is not so good for podcasting, I think. 
again from podnews.net. The far-left-funded Media Matters are accusing Joe Rogan of being transphobic, citing comments he recently made on his show. They also accuse the hosts of being racist and homophobic. The only thing Joe Rogan is guilty of is having a different opinion on subjects than the leftist fascists have, thus targeting him for cancellation. I think we've had enough of this 1984-style crap, haven't we? And Spotify doesn't care. Rumors abound of Amazon jumping into the podcast game. Time will tell. InsiderRadio.com reports that the co-host of NPR's Invisibilia podcast, Alex Spiegel, will be joining the New York Times to help with long-form audio. I've never listened to that podcast, but I'll give it a shot. This cross-pollination is a problem with the so-called woke news agencies and their podcasts. Just saying. It was very quiet on the podcasting front this week. Now, this is usually time for my rant, but I don't have a rant today. It's more like an update. Well, last week marked my return to work after nearly four months of being home. That time was marked by my wife being stranded overseas, the launch of two new podcasts by me, one of which has since been discontinued, and a host of other events and uncertainties too long to list here. I looked forward to returning to some sort of normalcy, but alas, it wasn't to be. Upon entering my place of work, I was greeted with chaos as a major remodeling project has just been started and my unit will have to be relocated to another, smaller facility for the foreseeable future. My whole work routine has been upended and this adversely affects many facets of my life. While catching up on the 600-plus unread work emails, I came upon a short note about the funeral arrangements for a former co-worker and friend. The email was dated mid-June, and this was the first I was hearing of it. Assuming that the coronavirus was the cause of death, I inquired to verify this, but was shocked when I was informed that my friend had been a murder victim. I won't go into details here. Instead, I'll share some memories of him. Dwight was a U.S. Marine and combat veteran of the Vietnam War. He described his politics as just left of Karl Marx, but we agreed to disagree about the subject. Dwight spent the majority of his career with the federal agency that employs us both on special teams, and that is how I first met him. One evening, the rear doors of my work area opened, and in came five men from outside. Though they worked for the same agency, they wore slightly different uniforms and their grooming standards were, shall we say, relaxed. All had hair longer than regulations, a couple even wore earrings. It was obvious they were no strangers to the gym, evidenced by their lean, muscular bodies. Dwight was the team leader and the eldest member. He sported shoulder-length gray hair and a matching full beard. I don't recall the purpose of the team's visit, but I remember that I made up my mind to join them, which I was finally able to do a year and a half later. While serving on the team with Dwight, we became fast friends. He respected my military service as I did his. 
Together we would go on to spend many a long night on operations together until we were both purged from the team in the early 2000s. That's a story I'll have to tell after my retirement. I most remember Dwight sitting next to me at my father's wake, telling me war stories that made me laugh, thus taking my mind off the somber occasion. Dwight retired in 2011 and was seemingly enjoying his retirement. We hadn't been in contact for a while due to me not using Facebook as a means of communication any longer. Rest in peace, Dwight, co-worker, fellow war veteran, and most of all, good friend. Sorry about ending on such a downer. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed making it for you, and I hope my efforts were worthwhile. You can contact me at OFNTPodcast at gmail.com if you feel so inclined. Let me know how I can improve the show and what content you want more of. Be safe. I'll see you next week. Remember, don't listen to what they say. Watch what they do. Now, finish your drinks and get off my lawn. I'm out. Ready for a career in behavioral health? Earn your online degree at Herzing University. Choose from health and human services, psychology, or social work programs. Gain the skills to work, coordinate, and manage nonprofits. Secure a bachelor's in psychology to study mental health or advance your social work career through our online Masters of Social Work. Let us help you become a social change agent. Your future starts now at Herzing University. Text HEALTH to 85109. That's HEALTH to 85109. Or visit herzing.edu. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. You just take your shot. It doesn't feel like you're on a diet. What I wasn't expecting it to do was to shut off the food noise. This was life-altering, and if I can do it, I feel like anybody can do it. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.